what is going on what is going on guys how's everybody doing out there in podcast land i am professor shaka and welcome to vibranium talk this is the very very first episode man uh we post on youtube spotify every single monday at 12 o'clock p.m eastern um hit that notification bell subscribe uh to stay up to date on everything i have going on and uh to be notified whenever we go live psa i uh stream a marvel avengers you might be able to see that hope i'm pointing in the right direction might be able to see that over there to the right from 6 30 p.m to 9 o'clock p.m eastern um i have a ps4 i have the ps4 version so click the link in the description i think wherever the description will be um on my youtube videos it'll definitely be down there i don't know how i'm all kind of new to this podcast and stuff so i don't know exactly how everything gets divided and disseminated uh, when it ultimately goes out um, to to you guys on Spotify and the other platforms. Uh, hopefully, you'll be able to see it in the description, but it's definitely on my YouTube channel, which is um, Vibranium Talk. Just search Vibranium Talk, and you should be able to find it. Again, we stream on Twitch, 6.30 to 9 o'clock p.m., and this podcast goes out on Monday at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Hit that notification bell. Subscribe again to stay up to date on everything we got going on, or you can just simply add me on my PlayStation Network, PSN, um, Professor underscore Shaka, uh, and add me and yes i always dress like this i always dress in a suit and uh ask me why on stream ask me why on stream i'll explain it there but i want i got a lot i want to get to and uh i don't want to i don't want to make this like a super duper long episode either sorry right, so guys now that we got that handle let's get into it um we will get to wandavision i know i want to talk about wandavision in today's podcast but first i want to talk about comics and then i saw um some comic book news on Guardians of the Galaxy. So uh, comic books I've been reading, and maybe you guys can tell me in the comics, in the comments, some comic books you guys have been reading, and then we can, you know, take it, take it from there. All right, so let's start there. Um, we're going to go, what have you been reading? So what I've been reading, guys, I've been reading um, more comics. I've, I've, I've At the beginning, I've been more of a MCU type guy, so... I hadn't really gotten into the comics apart from maybe reading a random comic in the 90s growing up as a kid. Um, they used to have like comics like in Walmart and stuff. And whenever I saw one like an X-Men, X-Men comic, I would pick it up. Uh, but for the most part, I've been mostly MCU type deal or playing video games. I remember my favorite video game at the time was X-Men Legends. I don't know if you guys ever played X-Men Legends. I think there were two X-Men Legends games. So basically, it's kind of a lot like Marvel Avengers. Um but the roster on Marvel on X-Men Legends was way more diverse, man. They had a whole bunch of different characters or different X-Men that you could play with or different people affiliated with the X-Men that you were able to actually go through and uh, and pick and, and play with them for all their different powers and all their different um, um, abilities. So hopefully Marvel Avengers gets to those heights, right, where we have different heroes to play with and different heroes to experiment with and that'll really add to the different variabilities with the gameplay but look at me getting off on a tangent already i do that a lot guys i do that a lot but um like i said i've been more so mcu more so tv media more so video game side of uh the nerd of of characters uh surrounding comic books surrounding marvel and i want to get into the comic book side of things and i'm starting to try to do that so i decided to jump in i was given the advice to uh pick a character and start reading right so start so I started reading Black Panther 2018, and it has 22 issues right out right now. So thanks to Marvel Unlimited, I was actually able to read uh, 1 through 22. 
And I binged it, man. I binged it. I, I enjoy the digital comics, man. I enjoy the digital comics. I know there's always going to be a place for the hard copies, you know what I mean, trade paperbacks uh, and things like that. Um, it's just, just like people, just like in the video game genre, right? I'm definitely more, uh, more in line with video game culture where people actually like to collect the cases and things like that. But I think there's going to always be, so just like people always want to collect the cases, there's going to be people who always want the physical copies of comic books. And that's good. That's good. But me, I, I like, I'm more partial to di digital copies now. Um, and this is just me starting out in my young, young fledgling career of starting to read comics. So I got a chance to read Black Panther 2018. Thought it was really good. Uh, issue number one through 2022 all on uh, Marvel um, Ultimate or is it Unlimited? Ultimate Unlimited? I don't know, bro. I'm tearing the names up. But, uh, yeah, I got to read that. That was good. And then uh, via the Marvel app, I was able to pick up uh, King in Black, Black Panther. And there you find T'Challa and really all of Wakanda suffering under an attack from Null, who is the leader of the symbiotes, man. And that is some scary stuff. I didn't realize how scary the symbiotes were. I mean, you know, I've, I've, I've uh, read a little bit about Eddie Brock. I've seen some material with Eddie Brock in there, like cartoons with Venom in there. And, you know, Venom, his whole thing is with the symbiotes and stuff. But, man, like the way they were just tearing through Wakanda. You guys got to go read it. You guys got to go read it. I don't want to spoil it for you. Um, you can get that on the Marvel.com app. It's not necessarily on Marvel Unlimited right now. I think the the newer stuff that comes out on Wednesdays, on Comic Book, on comic book Wednesday, actually comes out um comes out a little bit later i think i don't know how much how much later though maybe like a couple months later i don't want to say the wrong thing right and give you guys the wrong idea uh, he's like hey yo that that guy uh professor shaka man that you know he he told me that um that the comics come out you know three months later when they actually they come out like 12 months later i don't know so uh you can, you can go get that it's only 4.99 copy comics aren't necessarily expensive in my opinion some people might disagree some people might agree but um yeah i picked that one up it was a pretty good read and it had something to do i guess they're doing this whole storyline where null is coming and invading certain parts of the marvel universe so i plan on looking into more comics maybe surrounded around that story but it was certainly scary to see how the symbiotes travel i mean they really do travel like a virus and that makes it even more scary i know i'm using scary a lot but that makes it even more scary uh, dealing with what we are dealing with right now as a human species in in uh, in our current universe, right? <laughs> you know, so uh, had to check that out. So I've been reading Black Panther, and uh, I plan on reading other things. But like I said, the advice I was given to start in comics was to start by reading uh, reading some Black Panther stuff. Uh, let's check out this article on the new members being added to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I just started again. I just started getting into the comic side of things. And um, I wanted to check out Guardians of the Galaxy because if, if you've been watching the MCU, if you've been watching Marvel stuff, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those one of those bigger titles in the MCU. And that's really where I got my first introduction into the characters inside of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Star Lord, uh, Drax, Groot. Everybody loves Groot. Rocket Raccoon, my personal favorite um, out of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I, I know Rocket's a little salty, but, you know, that's my guy. I, I like Rocket Raccoon uh, a whole bunch. So, yeah, so um, I saw this article, and I was interested. I was like, so what's going on with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, again, new to comics, 
you know, all I know is the the people we've seen on the MCU. So it was interesting to see who they were going to be adding. So now looking at this article, it appears in April's double size 175th issue. I'm reading from the article now. Guardians of the Galaxy number 13. The team will consist of core members like Star-Lord, Rocket, and Gamora, as well as some new additions like Doctor Doom and Quasar. Hope I'm not destroying this guy's name. If I'm butchering his name, correct your boy in the comment section. But Quasar, Quasar, I think that's its name. Doctor Doom being in the Guardians of the Galaxy, that sounds certainly sounds interesting from someone who, who has not, you know, really read any Guardians of the Galaxy material before. And it's certainly something, you know, it's, it's like, it, it makes me want to check it out. So they, then the article goes on to say the galaxy no longer needs heroes. It needs superheroes now deputized by the Galactic Council. The Guardians need new members to tackle their deadliest threat yet. One of Marvel's, peril, one of Marvel's premier cosmic crusaders, Wendell Vaughn, the original Quasar, making this longer way to return to answer the call. But what could possibly cause the manacle Dr. Doom? To join their ranks. And that's what made me think, like, yo, why is Dr. Doom joining? So that made me want to read it. Because, I, you know, I, I'm not, like, again, I'm not really familiar with the comic book side Dr. Doom. But I've seen him in, you know, in, in movies and and, um, and TV shows and cartoons and stuff like that. And then, uh, again, back to the article. was spectacular art by Juan Frigier, ghostwriter. Um, mastermind Al Ewing is ready to bold, boldly take the Guardians where no Guardian has gone before. Get on board. True believers, it's going to be the ride of your life. So I plan on reading uh, some Guardians of the Galaxy when it when it drops, you know what I mean? So I, obviously it's not going to be on Marvel Ultimate when it comes out, but uh, I'll, drop, I'll drop the $5 to see what's going on with it. Um, so it's, it's a full list. They have to have a full list in this article, and I'll try to link this article in the description on my YouTube video for sure. Again, I don't know how, I don't know if there's like a description section that anchor, that's where I'm uploading my um, my audio-only versions of the podcast, too. I don't know if there's, like, a version that anchor um, will show you guys the links and stuff. But I'll try to add it in the description as well so you guys will be able to access some of these articles. But pretty much every article I'm referencing is going to be on marvel.com. So you should be able to find it. Or you probably just be able to find it with a quick Google University search, right? That's what people always ask me when they're like, oh, Professor Shaka, <laughs> what do you teach? I always tell them, Google University. You get it because, you know, Google has all the answers. Come on. Google has all the answers. All right. Uh, so, uh, again, a couple of those names uh, on this list that I'm, I'm not really familiar with, like, again, Quasar and Marvel Boy. Never heard of those two guys. You know, bear with me, though. Um, but they have a full list of different people being here. Hulking um, is one I didn't recognize. Of course, Star-Lord, Groot. Um, uh, you know, you, you know those guys. Again, MCU guy here. Of course, I'm going to know who those guys are. Wiccan. Wiccan was interesting because of what we are going to discuss later. Um, WandaVision spoilers coming on later on in the show. If you did not already know that in the title, we're going to discuss why WandaVision. But spoilers, spoilers, spoilers coming, bro. But um, Billy Kaplan, Wiccan, don't know much about him. Looking forward to getting to know him. Quasar, um, Arville Kincaid is a different Quasar. And then um, Super Scroll interested in that the scrolls i'm more familiar with of course is in, are in the uh in the mcu with captain marvel and all that stuff so it'll be interesting to get to know a super scroll i'm not sure what's going on with him moon dragon and uh again marvel boy i said earlier i was not very familiar with and phyla vel again i'm you know i want to get to know who that is 
Vilavel, all right? Sounds very similar to Marvel. And this, the spelling's almost the same, so maybe there is a relationship between those two characters. Um, if you guys want, man, please, seriously, like I said, I'm trying to get into the comic side of things. Give me some suggestions. Give me some suggestions on some of these people that I've I've listed off the off of the list uh, here that I'm not familiar with. Maybe you know I can go back and read them. Marvel Ultimate is great with that type of thing. Um, they put together all these cool reading lists, um, so you can go back and really dive in and really understand some key events in certain characters' lives. So if you don't have Marvel Ultimate, maybe maybe think think about getting it, especially if you read comics as much as I'm planning to read comics. Because there's really like a whole bunch of, I think it's like 20,000 plus comics on there. So if you're really interested in reading comics, definitely think about giving Marvel Ultimate. And certainly this joint is not sponsored, bro. Because, well, I mean, this is the first episode, man. Don't nobody know you. Don't nobody want coming. Ain't nobody coming to see you. No, let me stop. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Check out Marvel Ultimate. My interest was piqued, uh, yeah, again, by the Galaxy, Galaxy, Gar, uh, Guardian of the Galaxy titles in MCU. Of course, being a, a MCU guy, but I really want to, again, understand and get into the get into the more, I guess, the comic book side of things, the comic book side of things. And everybody's making noise in the background, guys. If you guys can hear that engine roaring and maybe my brother on the phone back there. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm getting it together, y'all. I'm getting it together. All right. Some more of uh, some MCU news here. Oh, and this one, this that was pretty much my comic book section. I was going to go into the MCU section. So want to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Of course, your boy is excited about that. Also, something I have to catch up on, too, as a Marvel fan. Uh, I've done a great job of keeping up with the movies, but not so much the TV show stuff. So I want to um, I want to do better at that as well. I recently just started watching Agent Peggy Carter. Um, that's on Disney Plus. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I finished the first season of Agent Peggy Carter. You guys haven't watched it. It's pretty cool. I like the whole setting. Obviously, I wear suits all the time. So I like the style. You know, I like the style of that time period. But not necessarily the mindset, of course. Not necessarily the mindset. So, um, yeah, check that out, yo. Check that out. Um, really good show. I enjoyed it. Uh, you get to hang out with Howard Stark. Uh, you get to learn more about Peggy Carter and how clever she is. And all that stuff she has to navigate being in that time period being what the mindsets were right but back on the topic of the falcon and the winter soldier um entertainment weekly did this dope um i guess picture drawing of sam and bucky uh, bucky barnes bro and it is lit you guys can see it on their instagram into instagram um entertainment weekly posted it and again looks really really fire uh, let me see if i can't oh the picture didn't translate so i might have to pull up the article here and uh and try to describe it but i bump that you guys go look on their instagram <laughs> look on their um instagram it's really dope you got they got the, the guys are there back to back and you can really get this um sense of camaraderie between the two characters right falcon and bucky two guys who are obviously really really close to captain america and uh two guys who who could possibly take up the mantle of uh captain america in uh, captains and the caps and our captain america's uh and steve rogers absence right so two guys that are able to do that and maybe maybe the mantle of captain america will actually being something they will actually end up being something that the two of those guys share i think it'll be dope could there be two captain americas the team america i don't know man i don't know and apparently there's a comic book too uh captain america and the winter soldier uh, i saw that being highlighted on marvel ultimate 
um, I keep on calling it Ultimate Marvel Unlimited. Um, thinking of the games, dude. So when I say Ultimate, y'all know what I mean. I mean Unlimited. All right. I am only human. I am only human, and that's it, yo. Not inhuman. Not mutant. Just human. Okay. But uh, yeah, I thought I, I thought I would maybe check that comic book out as well. So many, so much stuff I want to read in comics, but that's gonna be at the top of the list um, as well. But um, this picture looks really, really dope. And I'm looking forward to see um, what that show is about. Again, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier appearing on Disney Plus March 19th. And uh, if you don't got that Disney Plus subscription and you are a Marvel fan or a fan of the MCU, Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe, what are you waiting for? Everything's on there. They got everything except for I just recently went back and watched all the movies again because, well, I just get the urge to do that. And Disney Plus was able to let me do that. The only movies that they were missing were Far From Home, the Spider-Man stuff, but because I guess, um, you know, Sony owns that. And um, does Sony own it? Well, whatever. Sony has control of Spider-Man. I don't know what the proper terminology is for it. Um, again, get your brother right in the comments, you know, so I can learn about the proper lingo or whatever. But, um, yeah, Sony, ha Sony or whatever, I guess the deal they have with Marvel, they... Um, they don't have it on Disney Plus right now, but you can watch pretty much everything else from Phase One, Two, and Three, and then the beginning of Phase Four with WandaVision. I think WandaVision actually falls into Phase Four, right? So, um, opportunity to check out all that good stuff if you want to binge watch it, like I did. It didn't even really take me that long. Uh, who am I kidding? It took me like three, four weeks. <laughs> Talk about it taking me that long? I didn't know. I thought it would take me longer, honestly, um, but I was able to get through it. Uh, you know, I watching a movie i think pretty much after every after every day I, on the days i want i wasn't streaming because of you know COVID and everything and on my after i got off from work so i've had i've had i've, I've spent my time in quarantine uh or socially distanced uh well i think you know what i mean rehashing my knowledge about the MCU. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into some WandaVision talk here. And this is what everybody's talking about. I mean, the internet is talking about it. So we really, right here, what we're going to do is we're going to take it like step by step. I guess kind of sort of go through the entire episode. So if you have not seen WandaVision yet, if you've not seen the latest episode of WandaVision, I think it's episode six that we're talking about here. WandaVision episode six. Yep, episode six. I wrote it down in my notes. So if you have not seen episode six of WandaVision, bro, run run right now so it's because it's got some really really uh good stuff going on with it and we're really about to get into a deep dive of it right now all right so wandavision uh let's let's go ahead and jump into it and obviously i think the first thing we need to talk about is uh her brother pietro pietro got recasted uh here um and i think they make a huge emphasis of that when we first start watching your show um you he he she recasted Pietro and at first I was thinking I think the, the the most popular thing that everybody was thinking um when we all when we all noticed that uh it wasn't the same guy the same actor it was a different actor the the actor that was uh playing Quicksilver in the X-Men movies was taking place of the one that was in Age of Ultron I think everybody was thinking oh he was pulled from a multiverse type deal so I think that's maybe that's what happened um, at least I think that, like I said, I think that was a leading speculation. You guys let me know what you guys think. Um, I thought it was cool to see him because it's kind of given us some hope for seeing some X-Men collaboration with the Avengers. 
uh, maybe later on in phase four, possibly. Might see a little Wolverine pop up in that joint somewhere, right? Um, and who's going to play Wolverine? That's a whole nother um, discussion in itself, right? Because, I mean, we're all so used to Hugh Jackman being Wolverine, bro. Like, it's like when a character has played somebody like that for so long, it's hard to make that adjustment. But your boy is getting off on a tangent. I do that a lot, bro. I need to rein it in, bro. Rein it in. Uh, but, yeah, so we start there, and we see uh, that Pedro was recasted. Um, and they want to make an emphasis of it, right? So Darcy's saying, I'm looking at my notes now, Darcy's saying at the end of the recap, she recasted Pedro, Pedro. I'm, I'm tear his, tearing his name up. She recasted him, right? So um, there was there was a lot of little hints at that. I love the 90s show theme. Um, I said, yo, this gives me Malcolm in the Middle vibes. And then I looked up Malcolm in the Middle, and they said, did Malcolm in the Middle come out in the 90s? Was that like a 90s thing, Malcolm in the Middle? I remember watching it. Maybe late 90s. Maybe it was like a 98 type deal. I remember being a kid kid watching it. I was born in 92. So, you know, the early 90s is not really all that. I don't remember the early 90s like that. Um, maybe more 90s would be like Fresh Prince. But it wasn't definitely wasn't Fresh Prince of Bel-Air style. But definitely more so, um, I would say, more Malcolm of the Middle Age. That's what I got from it. Um, if you don't know what Malcolm in the Middle is, look it up. Look it up. What was it? Frankie Munez is in there? I can't remember his name. Whatever happened to that guy? But again, off on another tangent. Let's talk, bro. So yeah, I like the, I love the '90s intros. I love how, um, I love how they do it, yo. I love how every, like every episode is like a different era, and it makes me curious about what this week's episode is going to be. It's going to be like an early 2000s. Guys, in the comments, yo, what sitcom do you think, or what sitcom do you think, what angle will they take? for the next decade right so we're in the 90s so we got to go to the 2000s the early 2000s right and then we'll see where that goes right to the 10s like what are what are what are the oh maybe they just skip right to to the 10s i don't know but the 2000s had i think its own share of i think pretty good sitcoms as well you know so um and what are the sitcoms that are are popping right now you know what i mean blackish is one that i've heard of a lot uh, was a Modern Family as well. Those are two sitcoms that people have seen to. I don't really watch sitcoms, but people have have been have been liking. So we'll we'll see <laughs> what angle they take or what what inspiration they take from these different sitcoms um, for these for this next episode that's supposed to be coming out this Friday. And uh, you know, we, the lyrics said a lot about the show opener. Don't try to fight the chaos. Don't question what you have done. I'm reading the lyrics now. So don't try to fight the chaos, right? So basically, just go along with, with, with what Wanda has has got you in, bro. Go along with the trance, bro. The game can try and play us. Don't let it stop the fun. What does that mean? The game can try to play us. Don't let it stop the fun. I really wasn't sure how I felt about that lyric. Someday, some days, it's all confusion. Easy come and easy go. But if it's all an illusion, sit back and enjoy the show. But so it's like, no matter what, even if it is fake. Even if it is fake, even if this is not real life, even if all of this is made up, which we all know it is, right? Wanda's made up this entire world, bro, because she's absolutely crazy strong. Scarlet Witch, Wanda, whatever you want to call her, she's crazy strong, able to do that. So it's basically like just sit back and even if it's an illusion, you might as well uh, you might as well enjoy it, right? Let's keep it going. They say that twice through each distorted day. Let's keep it going, though there may be. But though there may be no way of knowing who's coming by to play. And then they show uh, Pietro uh, just zooming in there at the end, right? Because I don't think, like, I think we're going to see throughout the show that Wanda wasn't really sure 
about how he even got there or why he even looks different. But look, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I love how they casted Pietro. He is obviously, excuse me, guys, I didn't mean to hit the mic like that. I love how they casted Pietro. He's obviously the cool slash deadbeat uncle in this one, right? Like he's a, I think they, they call him a man child eventually. He, yeah, there it is. He was, I had it written down here. Uh, one, of the, one of the twins uh, put it, he's a man child. You know what I mean? Dude is great at gaming. My man was over there shotgunning beers and soda. Not beers. God, don't drink beers with children. He was over there shotgunning soda uh, and, you know, and having a good time. God, it kind of sounds like kind of sounds like me. I'm, dang, am I a man child? No, I'm joking, bro. I mean, man childs don't. Man children. Man childs. My goodness. My mother's going to come through. My parents going to come through. Mom and dad gonna drop kick me for saying man childs the child man children uh man children don't wear suits every day right right no i'm a, I'm still a kid at heart yo that's 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 the best thing about it um so and then we see uh, i think uh one of the other things I thought was really cool about this beginning part of the episode was where uh the costumes where the costumes were concerned right so you have Wanda dressed up in their attire from the 70s and 80s. I mean, from the 70s and 80s, and so is um, Vision. They're both dressed up uh, like them seven, like their 70s and 80s appearances in the comic books. And I, I found that also from Marvel Unlimited, right? So Marvel Unlimited, again, I was mentioning the reading list. So they actually have a Wanda-Vision relationship reading list, too. Again, your boy wants to get into that. I want to get into that side of things as well. But... Um, yeah, uh, so they got that whole whole thing going, and um, lost my train of thought. Yeah, so that, yeah, like I said, I think it was pretty cool that that we saw that, and then we also see some uh, uh, Quicksilver has his old school fit on. I don't know what necessarily where where his um, where his was. I couldn't I, I couldn't place that one, but I actually was able to come across Wanda and Visions. Uh, where their costumes were inspired from as well. I know it's a throwback for Quicksilver, but I can't remember exactly which decade, and uh, I don't have it in here in my notes. So if you guys know what decade Quicksilver's costume is inspired from, um, leave that joint in the comment. And uh, so, and also I think another thing that was pointed out when Billy does his commentation, Billy, one of the twins, does a narration like shortly after they come down um, downstairs um, with the costume on. And he's, he's, he points out that Wanda's been weird since Pietro has come back. And I think, uh, I don't know, I think that might be a sign that Wanda's powers might be. Either this, I think it's Mon either Wanda's power. She, like I said, let me get my thoughts together. <laughs> I think it is a sign that Wanda's powers may be a little bit too strong for even her to check. You know what I mean? Because we'll find out later, later in the episode that she may not be 100% in control. Of everything that goes on, I guess in, and I think we know that that she's not one hundred percent in control of everything that goes on inside of the hex, right? So I think it might be a sign that Wanda's powers may be too hard for her to uh, control. And uh, what if she's losing control of the illusion? I'm thinking like, what if she is losing control of the illusion at this point in the show that she can't even control like who her emotions bring in, right? I think I think Wanda's powers are are, are very emotion based and. What if she is losing control over the uh, over um, certain aspects of her power of her power, right? And I also think we see here um, that Vision is trying to defy Wanda's control. She is like super controlling, uh, and he mentioned like coming down the stairs, like 
And I think she was like, yo, oh, you put on it. You put on your costume. And he's like, oh, this is like the only thing that was in my closet. So Wanda's really, really in. She's doing her part to try to keep Vision hoodwinked on this. But I don't think Vision's completely sold. And we'll see that more as the episode uh, wears on. Right. He mentioned she mentioned that it was, that was the only thing in the closet. So it seems uh, she seems a tad bit upset when he says uh, that he was going to also go out and work out with the uh, Halloween watch. Right. Or the night watch to look out for Halloween pranksters. And uh, she kind of had to catch herself right here um, as she said that that's not what you are supposed to do. She said, Vision, that is not what you're supposed to do. But, but then she kind of like stopped because Vision was like, what would you what you, what'd you say? That's not what I'm, I'm supposed to do. Right. So before Vision interrupted, like what? And then she changed her tune a little real quick. Like, no, I got to I got to play nice with Vision because she can only I don't think she can really control Vision at all. I don't think she can. No, no, maybe I'm wrong, but tell me what you guys, again, always tell me what you guys think in the, in the comments, but I don't think she really has that much control over Vision, so a lot of, like, she can't reset Vision, I don't think, I think she can, obviously, like, Wanda is crazy strong, but, like, at this point, I don't think it's, like, something that she can do, like, on command, you know what I mean, like, like, Miles Morales in the Spideyverse, like, remember, he couldn't even do his Venom Blast on command, right, couldn't even, he couldn't even, it's just certain parts of her power that are just untapped at this point, right, so, uh, but, yeah, so, um, so, she's trying to, again, maintain that illusion and, and, and keep him oblivious, um, I mean, uh, Vision knows what is up, you know what I mean? He, we already know that he knows what is up. So he saw a little, we saw the little disagreement they had at the end of the episode where they're about to throw them hands, bro. And I was a little bit, I was, I was a little bit scared, bro. I knew they weren't, they did not come to blows, but I, it was, it came close. So maybe that disagreement was, uh, you know, of course, not little. I call a lot of things little. I think, uh, I think, you know, Vision is obviously on to her. Vision is obviously on to what, what's going on. Wanda's, you know, using her powers, I think, again, to somehow keep him at bay. Maybe, like I said, it's not a full, she can't do like a full change, but I think she's ha she's has to, she has to use a little bit more, she has to be a little bit more persuasive of Vision because I don't think, again, I don't think she, she can really control him at all. Moving down the episode, Tommy and Pietro plan to go prank, go uh, out and do some pranks in Halloween because you know, Billy's Billy's really more of the academic twin. I have a twin brother as well. Tommy's the one to be cool twin. That's what my twin brother is. He's the one to be cool twin. Okay. Like, he's not here to defend himself, so I can say what I want, right? <laughs> but again, Tommy and Pietro are gonna go out in Hall Halloween and prank and again they, they, he gives a he he gives uh Tommy his, a costume that looks like his. And a lot of people on the internet are saying that uh Tommy's costume looks like Speed. Right? There's a character in the comics named Speed, again, not familiar with him gonna read up on him but they're saying he's dressed like speed so we go outside and we get our first look outside of the hex right this is where we take another look outside of the hex where we catch up with darcy we catch up with woo and we catch up um, with monica monica rambo i'm like bro i want monica's powers to manifest but that is another we'll get to that we'll get to that later on in the episode and um, we get our first look outside of the hex we catch up with them um darcy so lovingly calls it the hex i love that name for it because it's just better than Wanda's crazy anomaly, some character. It gives it some character, right? At least from the outside. Um, the inside is filled with characters, right? The outside, you know, I don't know where I was going with that. But you know what I'm trying to say. The heck sounds a lot better than Wanda's crazy anomaly. Um, they, um, gosh. 
Doop, boop, boop, boop. Lost it. Oh, the meeting. Sword takes. Uh, oh, the they, they're meeting with Sword. Sword has actually. Uh, Sword really more Hayward. Hayward the jerk has taken the missile and, and uh, the missile that he turned against Wanda, and then Wanda turned back against him. Um, and the missile's uh, covered in some type of magical residue. Uh, that was literally uh, the best name I could think of for it. Um, so, guys, you know, don't don't get on my back. Magical residue. I don't know what you would call it. I, I wanted to call it a force field, but it really is not a force field, right? I mean, is it? What is the definition of a force field? Anyway, though, Monica and Hayward, they're going after it. Uh, you know, Monica is on my man Hayward's head about sending in the missile, saying that my boy just, like, completely destroyed negotiations. And he did, yo. He did. Um, I feel like there's Hayward. Hayward is trying to uh, hide something. You know what I mean? He's trying to hide something. He's trying to make I think Wanda look like the bad guy. He even says um, at, at one point, talking about now we know who we are dealing with, right? Like now we know that Wanda's like the, this big bad person, and I don't want to believe it. Um, and and he was acting like again Wanda fired the first shot. You know what I mean? Like even pointing out to the fact that when Monica did end up in the hex. Wanda pushed her out of the hex without any, you know, without any issues. You know what I mean? So I think, like I said, I think I think there's a reason that that Wanda is doing all this. Um, I don't know if it's like maybe her emotionals got too far to control, but that's neither here nor there. Let's keep running down it. So, uh, again, he's acting like that, um, that Wanda was the issue, that Wanda's this big bad person. And I think that's glazing over what he's really after in this situation. In the middle, in the middle of uh, Monica Darcy and we were trying to get some real answers, right? So, I don't think he wants everyone. Like I said, I don't think he wants everybody to know the truth. Hayward was trying to get rid of Wanda and Monica, so he just like banished it. Wanda, wa not Wanda. He's trying to get rid. Of course, he wants to get rid of Wanda, right? Ultimately, but he's trying to get rid of Monica and um, all that good stuff. And he, he eventually does that, right? They after their big fight about how things should have been handled. Um, he uh, he forces everyone to leave, you know what I'm saying? So, and then this part where I was really tight at Hayward, you know, Hayward never had any points with me, but he lost all. He went negative right here with this comment, right? So he brings his he brings her mother into it. He was like, maybe it's a good thing you were not here when your mother died because clearly you don't have the stomach for this job. You know what I mean? He says that says that straight to her face. And Monica, I'm telling you, I really wanted to punch him in the chest, right? When he brought Monica's mother into it, bro, don't bring anybody's mother into it. My sister has some composure, though, right? Uh, me and him would have had to go outside. We would have had to been tumbling in the grass. So uh, as they are getting escorted out, they turn the tables on Hayward's men, which I was glad they did that. I, I knew they wouldn't just let, you know, you're not going to. Our heroes on the outside are not going to let those bad guys take over the entire situation, right? Um, but that's, that's all we know. Then we go back into the hex. First thing I noticed was the increase in kids this episode at this point, right? This is where, remember, because at the end, remember, there was that one uh, Vision complaint at the, the one point at the end where Vision complains when he started, you know, getting wise to what Wanda was going on, that there was not any kids. There no, where are the kids, he was asking. So there's a lot more kids here. Uh, the next thing that sticks out to me was when we returned to the Hex is when Wanda was testing Pietro, right? Uh, to see if it really was him. Like, she questioned him about his past. He didn't answer. Instead, he was, like, acknowledging that he knows he looks different, right? He was like, you know, and Wanda is like, why do you look different? And it's like neither one of them can tell, or tell the other why they look different. 
So Pietro coming back, I think, was out of Wanda's control, dude. And again, like I said earlier in the show, bro, that's just freaking scary to me, yo. She is not sure if he's even her real brother because he looks different, right? He looks he looks similar, but I guess not, you know, not the same, obviously. I don't know if this is Marvel just poking fun at the situation or like it's really something um, important to the story. We also find out the Vision was not being truthful in this situation about what he was going to be doing that evening, right? So we mentioned earlier in the episode that he's supposed to be going out for the Night Watch. And she finds out from her that Vision is not even working with the Watch because Vision is going to go over there and check out the place. Because, again, Vision is going on. He is on to Wanda, bro. He is on to Wanda. And I'm telling you, man, every single Vision scene like that, bro, my freaking stomach was in knots. I just thought Wanda was just going to pop out of was going to pop out of nowhere on my guy vision. You know what I mean? It just, that was going to create a whole nother tent scene where they were going to have to throw hands. Right. Um, but you know, obviously that eventually that doesn't happen. You guys know that if you've seen the episode, hopefully you've seen the episode, if you're this far in the podcast and, uh, did not turn away, um, <laughs> because of the spoilers here, but Herb also pulls an Agnes here, y'all. And that kind of threw me off, right? Herb pulls an Agnes here asking if there is something he can do for her, and uh, ask if there's something that he can change, right? You know, because you remember, like, in the beginning of episode five, Agnes comes in when we first see Agnes in episode five. She's like, oh, no, you want to do that again? Should I take it from the top? You know what I mean? Kind of like they're on the set of, they are, I guess, on the set of a fictional show. But you know what I mean? Like, that she totally breaks character. And that's kind of what Herb does there. Um, but she tells him no. And so that caught me off guard. Um, and, of course, I was thinking at this point, Vision obviously had, he's, I think all of us were, that Vision obviously is off exploring the Hex, right? Um, and um, he he finds some weird crap, right, when he is exploring it, right? So you got this lady repeatedly hanging her uh, Halloween decoration. And then a teardrop back. This 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 part really messed with me, y'all. It was like a, it, messed, it made my stomach turn a little bit, y'all. <laughs> The teardrop just kind of just like, and her facial expression is the same. She gets that one teardrop that just comes down her face, bro, and that just makes a, that makes it feel like, cause they're stuck. And I feel like some people, you know, they're really stuck here. Wanda really has these people trapped, and I feel like some of the people are are aware that they're trapped. You know what I mean? Like some some people aren't. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I don't know. She had to be aware, or else why would she be crying like that? Maybe she is aware to a certain degree. Tell me what you guys, again, tell me what you guys think in the comments down down below. And then that, next we get that creepy little magic, that yo magic commercial. And you can't tell me, y'all, that was not a creepy commercial. That was some Ren and Stimpy type stuff. If you don't know about Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy has some weird, weird stuff to it. And that definitely had some weird stuff to it. Um, like, you know what I mean? You got the kid stranded on the island. He's obviously starving, gets food from the weird shark guy, but can't open the container and through a time lapse, just wasted away. And that is uh, that is that was just creepy to me, man. Again, so you got that weird scene where the lady was two things that did not sit right with my gut in this episode, man. That weird scene where you had the lady hanging the stuff and then the uh, and then that 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 commercial right there. Yo, that was just O.D. That joint was just O.D. So shortly after the commercial, we get our first hint at how Pietro got here. He said he got shot in the streets, right? So obviously that last thing he remember was getting smoked. So they are connected to a certain degree. I think both Pietros is obviously not the same one. 
I don't think. Or maybe, I don't know, like maybe they are poking fun at the fact that he just looks different. You know what I mean? So I, I, my, our idea was like he was Pietro from another timeline, right? And the next thing you know, we he, he heard, and after he got shot in the string, he mentioned the next thing he, he knew, he, he heard Wanda calling him. And boom, he was here. Here being, of course, in the hex. So does that mean that, like I said, the multiverse theory was wrong? Like seriously, my head is hurting at this point. I'm like, so is he part of the multiverse or did we just have that whole conversation where Wanda was like, he looks different just because, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so we don't know. So many questions. Things get even crazier as freaking uh, Tommy mimics Quicksilver's powers, right? So uh, he was dressed up as Speed and now he's used, exhibiting some of Quicksilver's powers, right? To go steal some jumbo candy bars. So we, I knew, come on, man, you got a synthesoid and, and I guess... A mutant, would you call Wanda a mutant, right? Because um, she's not inhuman. Uh, you know, she was tested on in Sokovia. Um, she got, they mentioned the mind, she was tested on with the mind stone and stuff. So you got her and a synthesoid envision making a baby. Those kids were not going to come out normal. Let's be honest here. You know what I'm saying? That's like two really athletic people having a kid. You know they're gonna have some type of special, special, uh, special advantage athlete wise, right? They're gonna start with the athletic boost, right? You got two Olympic athletes having a freaking kid, right? <laughs> In this case, two super two super powered beings having a kid. They, those kids are gonna come out with some type of powers, right? Was that something? <clears throat> and I was just, I was just curious. Excuse me, guys. I was just curious. Like, was that something that? They always had right. Was the power were the powers dormant? Did they need to be sparked? And was it in that moment that the powers were sparked? Maybe something needed to happen to activate it. What? <laughs> and then Wanda says, "Don't go past Ellis Avenue." And I'm thinking, what the? What in the world is Ellis Avenue? Like every little, it seems like every little thing that's mentioned in the show, man, alludes to something else. All right, and maybe I was looking into it too much. At that point, I was thinking, well, maybe I'm looking into it too much. But no, she would not have mentioned Ellis Avenue by name. Like, there's a reason she doesn't want people to go by past Ellis Avenue. And I was thinking, is that because maybe there's like a weak point in the hex there? Or, you know, I don't know what was going on. And then they had my favorite part, part in the whole freaking in the whole freaking episode. One of my favorite parts in the whole episode. The second one we'll discuss in a, in a moment. And... That was when, <laughs> I think it was Pietro asked her first. I can't remember. The, I'm a little light on the details. I think Pietro asked, what happened to your accent? And she just fired back, like, what happened to yours? It's like both of them. If you guys watch Age of Ultron, when we first meet uh, uh, Pietro and Wanda, like, they both have this accent that disappears. I think the first time that, when is the first time her accent disappears? Look, Marvel movie trivia is when in Age of Ultron, I don't think she had the accent anymore. Or was, I think, not Age of Ultron, no, Age of Ultron does, she had the accent. I mean, in, in Infinity War, she didn't have the accent anymore, right? So, I thought that was a cool little, funny little thing that they picked with, uh, I guess, themselves about, what happened to your accent? What happened to your accent? Easy, one of my favorite quotes in the episode. Now, back outside of the hex, uh, Monica and crew are hacking sword because Bump Hayward, he's a scrub. They can hack sword all day. Bump Hayward, man. I am completely for Hayward catching hands. You know what I mean? I don't like Hayward. So they find out, of course, that Hayward has been keeping secrets. And I mentioned that earlier in the episode. I knew he was keeping something. He was trying to make Wanda the bad guy. And I feel like uh, the blame falls somewhere between both of them, right? So you see, we all know we all knew, we all knew something was up, man. 
And it seems like he was able to look inside the hex to a certain degree the whole time. And they were tracking vision via their computer because they have uh, been imp they have been experimenting on vision, I think. I think it's because they had, I don't think, they never really made this like explicit or maybe they did. I only watched the episode once and made these annotations that I'm going through with you guys here now. But um, I think they had the experiment on vision, right? To be able to track the guy like that. Like you're not gonna, unless there's cert certainly something maybe that vision emits that allows him to be tracked. I don't know. But I think they did something to vision to be able to track him through the hex like that. And uh, that had to explain why he would, you know, why they are able to, track him right i think they were trying to turn vision into a weapon and maybe wanda found out right so I, like i said i feel like wanda had to have a good reason to like make this whole situation happen we just don't know what that reason is yet you know that still has to be explained to us in the next couple episodes so i think that might be why she stole him away because they were experimenting on vision because when we look back at uh past episodes, the past episode where they showed wanda uh, i can't remember who, was it was that episode five or or uh, episode four, whatever episode it was, where they showed Wanda like stealing Vision's body, which was severed in in a billion parts. And obviously, you know, he wasn't like that. Obviously, when they found him, I mean, Thanos pulled a whole freaking Infinity Infinity Stone out his forehead. That you know, you, you're not gonna miss that big hole there. But <laughs> like he was, his body wasn't in several parts. So they were obviously experimenting on on my guy. So um, I keep holding on and hoping that we find a that we find some sort of good reason because I want Wanda to be good. <laughs> I want her like Wanda. I don't want to think she did all these horrible things to all these all these people for no reason. So you know, having them trapped there, going back to the lady that was hanging the hanging the stuff, and you know, a tear coming down her eyes. We also find out that um, people that are on the edge of town uh, barely move. They barely move. Maybe it's because. And I thought maybe it's because the further away they get away from Wanda's influence, the less of a hold she has on them. I mean, it's not the hold, not the less of the hold, the less, the less activities that she programs in them to do, right? Like, think of Wanda as like a computer, right? So, like, you ever play a game like, uh, let's say, Grand Theft Auto, right? And I'm pretty sure, like, when you're at one point in the city, like, you know, there's no NPCs on the other side. You know what I mean? So maybe it's like the closer Wanda gets to them, the more lively they become in the hex. I'm not sure. This is all uh, all theory. And then the vision comes up upon Agnes. Like he's exploring out on these outer edges of, um, of the hex. But he eventually comes up on Agnes, bro. And that's when things get freaking spooky. Agnes is just sitting there and uh, she's frozen, right? Um... And then I'm, at this point, I'm thinking, bro, this is the first time we've seen Agnes in the entire episode. And I know the prevailing theory was that Agnes was in on it somehow, right? And maybe she is. Um, maybe she's just an unaware prisoner, just like Herb, right? I mean, not unaware prisoner. Maybe she's just an aware prisoner like Herb. I think maybe her or Herb have found out or they have some understanding, like, um, of what is going on. I think some people, maybe some people are able to do that, right? Maybe Herb and Agnes are just two of those people that are able to do that. Maybe the lady that was hanging her uh, Halloween decorations with the tear coming down her eye, maybe she was able to do that. Maybe she's able to, able to understand to a certain degree that this is not right. You know what I'm saying? But not 100% understand what's going on. But I think if she was in on it, guys, or a witch, then she would be able to, like, move more freely. You know what I'm saying? 
She was dressed as a witch in this episode, though. Uh, but she is able to move and talk, uh, though. She is able to do more than 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 others, right? Because Vision tried to talk to one lady in particular, and she said nothing at all. She was just staring staring blankly out into space. Um, but Vision eventually activates her mind and starts freaking out, and which makes me really, re, which made me really, really want to can the witch theory. Made me really want to can it. I'm like, yo, she would not be freaking out this much if she was in on it. And in fact, I don't think if she was in on it, Vision would have to activate her memory at all. But again, I love how she was dressed as a witch. I thought that was hilarious. Um, you know, I don't know if I wonder if that I wonder if that having her dressed as a witch was there to appease us, the fans who thought she might have been a witch. Right. Um, or if that's just just kind of how it was how it was done because i mean i don't know how they shoot these they probably shot these all in advance it would maybe they maybe they had the idea that people would take it take it that that way or maybe she is a witch i don't know man it's just so many questions man uh there's so there, there's more to the story guys it has to be i i, I wanted i want it to be for wanda and for uh for scholar witch to be positive man but i don't i don't know i don't know what's going on I, you know i only know as much as i've seen then another freaking plot twist occurs after uh, Vision returns, I guess, puts puts Agnes back in a tranquil state, right, where it returns her back to her mindset, back to just being stuck in the hex. Uh, we find out that freaking Vision is, um, that Vision is right there at Ellis Ave. Ellis Ave, remember, Wanda told the boys not to go past Ellis Ave. And, uh, you know, she told, she told her, her twin boys not to do that. And there's 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 vision right there, right there at Ellis Ave. And I'm thinking, oh crap, he's there. You know? He's there. And maybe there's a weakness again. Maybe he's gonna try to exploit that weakness. Maybe he's about to break the whole hex here. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think they gotta make more episodes out of this, right? They're gonna stretch this more, right? Uh but yeah. Then we get flashed outside of the hex where we also discover that um when Monica was thrown outside of the hex and this is where i got a little excited remember i mentioned two things in this episode i really i really did like a lot right it's two things in the episode i really did like a lot the fact that monica got uh that we found out that monica might possibly have uh powers right we found out that darcy said something about her uh cells on a molecular level have been affected and i'm sitting there screaming at the tv well really the laptop because i'm watching on the laptop Oh my God, Photon, bro. She's going to become Photon. She's going to be either Photon or Captain Marvel. I've been waiting. I've been wanting her to have superpowers since uh, back in 2019. Uh, but no superpower uh, reveal happened um, happened in this episode. At least not yet. At least not yet. The next big reveal is Pietro. Um, uh, is Pietro is, I don't think he is in a trance uh, by Wanda, right? So he notices what is going on as he mentioned the lack of kids he like you know he's like yo so how did you like he basically just asked her how did he how did she where all these kids come from right you know what i'm saying which was super duper weird you know because he doesn't come up he doesn't show up until the end of the other episode so that makes it even more weird um and he also mentioned how impressed he is by the hex and he's sitting there thinking about i'm thinking bro bro's impressed you need to talk some sense to your sister bro tell her let all these people go right you know what i'm saying like, she's sitting there holding all these people captive for her own freaking selfish gain. Like, Pietro, come on, man, tighten up. Or maybe Pietro was trying to find a way to stop it covertly. Maybe, or maybe I'm reading too much into it, right? Maybe he was trying to play Wanda and then eventually, like, talk her down because she knows 
Like she's like not in the best place emotionally. Like you can't be in the best place emotionally if you're doing this to people, right? Um <laughs> uh, he does ask her how she did all of this. And then Wanda replies, she does not freaking know. You know what I mean? And that girl just, I think, I think to a certain degree when Wanda just gets so, when her emotions are out of control, she can't control herself. Maybe the grief exacerbated her powers, right? Maybe they expanded to protect her from her sadness so much that it created the hex, bro. Maybe that's what happened. And then it gets even deeper. We found out Billy has powers. Um, you think I think his powers more so mirror Wanda's, and he's also, uh, and I saw all this on the internet too, you know, because internet has it has it proven to be true, and uh, that he is dressed as Wiccan. I need you guys to confirm that in the comments. So, um, you know, Tommy's dressed as uh, Speed, and Billy's dressed as Wiccan, right? Um, this is not the first time Marvel has used it in TV shows. I did end up watching Luke Cage. Luke Cage, I think, had a Halloween episode where he was dressed up like old school Luke Cage, like Wanda and Vision were dressed up as um as their old school selves, right? They throw back had their throwback had their throwback fits on uh for the episode. Uh so we found out Billy has powers. He his powers mirror Wanda's, um, whereas Tommy's powers will uh, mirror Quicksilver's, right? Um, so he is able to connect with Vision when he's being torn apart. Because Vision right now, again, at the end of Ellis app, is trying to uh, leave the hex because he knows something's up. He knows that Wanda has people trapped against uh, their will, right? And remember, Vision has no recollection of anything that's happened up to this point, right? He, didn't even, he doesn't remember dying. It's almost like he was born again. He mentioned in episode five, I think, something along the lines of, you know, all he... He was all he he remembers just being here, being inside of the hex. He doesn't call it the hex, of course, but he just remembers being here. He doesn't remember before, right? He doesn't remember his life before, and that's for good reason, right? Wanda, Wanda brought him back somehow. He brought him back somehow, right? So, right, you know, so Billy's able to feel his father being torn apart um, by the freaking hex, and in order to, and and goes and tells his mother, and. Wanda just freaking loses it. And I think this ad this pads my theory that like when Wanda's emotions are like sh when she's stressed like her powers go to different heights, right? So she uh, she just expands the freaking hex. Expands the hex, right? I mean, so the outside world is getting swallowed up even more and we see everything starting to turn like certain sword agents turning into clowns and stuff like that and like, it just turns into a carnival as she expands the uh, the uh, hex outside of Westview, right? And the only person I was really felt bad for was freaking Darcy, right? Because Darcy eventually gets caught, right? And she got swallowed in the hex as well. So I wonder what Darcy's role is going to be in um, in all of this. But, of course, we'll have to just wait and uh, until, Friday, until Friday, until Friday to find out. Uh, man, I have a love-hate relationship with cliffhangers, man. You know what I mean? I saw, like, the, you know, please stand by sign, you know, that it ends with. I saw someone say, tweet out that that's the real villain in WandaVision. And they are they are 100% correct because I wanted more. I wanted more episodes. But we'll have to wait till this weekend. And, and I'll do this again. I think I'll, I'll go through it bit by bit. I'll annotate. I'll tell you guys uh, my thoughts on the episodes. Guys, please tell me your thoughts on the episodes as well, right? Um, I want to open a dialogue. Again, I'm trying to become a more uh, mainstay in the Marvel Universe, right? I want to be part of the universe. I want to actively share my nerddom with you guys. I want to expand my knowledge of the comic books. 
expand my knowledge of the MCU by discussing um, new episodes of different material, new movies that come out in MCU, guys. So please, guys, please, 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 please leave your thoughts in the comments um, in the section, guys. I want to remind you guys, I also stream on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the stuff down below um, for my Twitch stuff. Um, just search Professor underscore Shaka. I also stream on Twitch Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6.30 p.m. to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We play Marvel Avengers. I have the PlayStation 4 version. My uh, online ID or PSN or whatever you call it on PlayStation is Professor underscore Shaka. So add me, man. Add me so we can get in a game together and go do Avenger stuff. My favorite Avenger in that game is Kamala Khan. Tell me who your favorite is. Tell me your who your favorite is. All right, guys, that's it for our first episode of Vibranium Talk. I think it went well. I think it went well. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back to discuss different topics in Marvel. Uh, next episode, we'll definitely talk about the new episode of WandaVision. I plan on doing that for uh, until, you know, we're done with this this season of WandaVision. Um, so uh, make sure you guys come back and tell me your thoughts and maybe we can discuss it together. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it for this episode of Vibranium Talk. Episode one is in the book. What do they call it? Uh, in the books. What do they call it? The inaugural episode. The inaugural episode is in the books. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for someone else, guys. Until next time we meet, I'm out this joint. So long, everyone.